Hello everyone, and welcome to another installment of Podcast 360, your go-to resource for medical news and clinical updates. I'm your moderator, Amanda Balby, with Consultant 360 Specialty Network. A recent secondary analysis of the CANTOS trial investigated whether interleukin-1-beta inhibition would reduce blood pressure, prevent incident hypertension, and modify relationships between hypertension and cardiovascular events. For the CANTOS trial, 10,061 patients with a history of myocardial infarction and high sensitivity C-reactive protein levels of 2 mg per liter or more were randomly assigned to canicimumab, 50 mg, 150 mg, or 300 mg, or to placebo. The results of the new analysis were published in Hypertension earlier this month. Today we are joined by co-author of the study, Dr. Alexander Rothman, who is a Wellcome Trust Clinical Research Career Development Fellow and Honorary Consultant Cardiologist at the University of Sheffield and Sheffield Training Hospital NHS Trust in the United Kingdom. Thank you so much for joining me today, Dr. Rothman. Let's dive into your study. To start, can you give us an overview of your study and its findings? So. Traditionally, the, the treatment of atherosclerosis is focused on the modification of traditional risk factors such as smoking, diet, blood pressure, and, and lipid levels. Um, over a long period of time, inflammation has been linked to atherosclerosis, both at the biological and a population level. And this has given rise to an inflammatory hypothesis of the disease in which inflammation is a key driver and therefore may be of targeted for therapeutic benefit. CANTOS itself aimed to test this hypothesis and did so enrolling over 10,000 patients with coronary artery disease and residual inflammation and then went on to randomize those patients to placebo or three different doses of the interleukin-1 beta-targeting antibody canakinumab. In that study, they demonstrated a dose-dependent reduction uh, in markers of inflammation and also a reduction in the primary endpoint, which was um, major adverse cardiac events um, with 150 milligram dose of canakinumab. And importantly, they did that without altering lipid levels. Our specific post-hoc analysis of, of a CANTOS study examined whether canakinumab altered the rate of new diagnosis of hypertension or blood pressure. So at enrollment, um, Patients with a higher blood pressure had um, higher levels of other cardiovascular risk factors such as diabetes and hypertension. Um, and those with a lower blood pressure had higher rates of smoking and ST elevation myocardial infarction. We went on to analyze those patients to understand whether or not those without hypertension in ba at baseline had high rates of incident hypertension through the study and found that there was only a modest increase um, with in those patients with uh, raised inflammatory markers. Uh, and then we went on to examine the effect of kinakinumab on blood pressure itself. And in contrast to what may be expected or predicted from previous studies, we demonstrated that there was no effect uh, in any dose of the drug on blood pressure over the duration of the study from baseline out to 12 months. So the beneficial effect of kinakinumab on major adverse events appeared to be greater in those with an increased blood pressure at baseline. However, this did not 
meet statistical significance and, and therefore may have been due to chance alone. Overall, your analysis found that interleukin-1-beta inhibition plus canakinumab, an anti-inflammatory biologic, reduced major adverse cardiovascular event rates among the CANTOS cohort. What does this finding, taken together with your other findings, mean for clinical practice and how hypertension and inflammation might be treated in the future? As a study, CANTOS uh, proves the inflammatory hypothesis of atherosclerosis and is relatively landmark. It paves the way for the development of new therapies in the area of atherosclerosis. It hasn't been approved itself, um, but other anti-inflammatory therapies have been and are being tested in the area. Methotrexate, a very broad targeting anti-inflammatory, did not provide benefit. However, very small and very interesting study in patients following myocardial infarction of the drug colchazine did lower ischemic cardiovascular events. Specifically related to hypertension, our post-hoc analysis tells us really the mechanism of action of canakinumab rather than the efficacy of the drug itself. That was already shown um, and it was also already demonstrated that that did not affect lipid levels. This study also demonstrates that that does not um, function through blood pressure and therefore confirms that the beneficial effects of of IL-1-targeted therapy are not mediated through traditional modifiable risk factors of cardiovascular disease. What knowledge gaps would you say still exist regarding the effect of therapies that specifically target inflammation on blood pressure? And so in, in preclinical studies or in animal models, it's been shown that a number of drugs can reduce uh, endpoints such as cardiac fibrosis or abnormal heart rhythms or renal damage without altering blood pressure itself. As such, in patients with hypertension, anti-inflammatory therapies may provide benefit without actually altering blood pressure. So along with identifying anti-inflammatory therapies that improve clinical outcomes for patients with atherosclerosis, it remains a really important area to determine the effect of or the non-blood pressure lowering effect of some of these drugs as well. To summarize, what would you say is the overall key take-home message from your study? So to summarize, um, we've shown that neither the rates of incident hypertension nor uh, blood pressure itself are altered by um, treatment with any of the doses of canakinumab. Um, so it may be said that the, the beneficial effects of canakinumab are not related to blood pressure and as previously demonstrated, not related to lipids. And as such, um, it's a genuinely new aspect um, to therapy, and there may be exciting therapies to be developed in this area in the future with, with the genuine opportunity for patient benefit. Absolutely. Thank you again so much for speaking with me today and sharing your insights on your research. Pleasure. Thank you very much.